Good morning, goddesses. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and this is the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every morning for a 20-minute episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all of the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystals, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, just to name a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning. Today is February 6, 2020. This is the Goddess Morning Show, and I'm your host, Shannon. We are taking a look at the daily news, reviews, and information that matters to a community who follows the divine feminine. Moving into our daily insights, our goddess of the day is Anahita, an Indo-Iranian cosmological figure venerated as the divinity of the waters and hence associated with fertility, healing, and wisdom. The Greek and Roman historians of classical antiquity referred to her either as Anaitis or identified her with one of the divinities from their own pantheons. Based on the development of her cult, she was described as a syncretistic goddess, which was composed of two independent elements— The first is the manifestation of the Indo-Iranian idea of the heavenly river who provides the waters to the rivers and streams flowing in the earth, while the second is that of a goddess with an uncertain origin, though maintaining her own unique characteristics, became associated with the cult of the ancient Mesopotamian goddess Inanna Ishtar. According to a theory This is attributed partly to a desire to make Anahita part of Zoroastrianism after diffusing from the extreme northwest of the rest of Persia. Our moon and planetary positions are as follows. Sun in Aquarius, Moon in Cancer, Mercury in Pisces, Venus in Pisces, Mars in Sagittarius, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, Pluto in Capricorn, and Chiron in Aries. In our climate news today, we have an article by Denise Chow, and it comes to us from NBC.com, and it says, Climate in Crisis. Australia wildfires unleash millions of tons of carbon dioxide. Researchers are concerned that huge pulses of carbon emissions from devastating wildfires could overwhelm natural reservoirs that store carbon dioxide. On January 22nd, this article was published, and it says, The historic wildfires in Australia likely unleashed about 900 million tons of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, equivalent to nearly double the country's total yearly fossil fuel emissions, according to scientists. Although some of the emissions could eventually be offset by forest regrowth, researchers worry that the uptick in the heat-trapping greenhouse gas could accelerate climate change and pretend a new normal for yearly emissions 
particularly as global warming intensifies wildfires and lengthens fire seasons. The full impact of the unprecedented fires in southeastern Australia is not yet known, but Rob Jackson, a professor of Earth System Science at Stanford, said their emissions could hit 1 billion tons by the end of the season. For comparison, Australia's greenhouse gas emissions from electricity, transportation, agriculture, and industry collectively totaled about 540 million tons from March of 2018 to March of 2019. We have seen years with extremely high carbon dioxide emissions. It's certainly not normal, but these numbers are not at all impossible, Jackson said of the current wildfire seasons. The real question is, what's normal now? All wildfire release, all wildfires release greenhouse gases but researchers are concerned that huge pulses of carbon emissions from devastating fire seasons made worse by climate change could overwhelm natural reservoirs that store carbon dioxide and outpace the planet's ability to offset these extreme events. All right, from energymuse.com, we have our crystal for the day, and it is abalone. For as Long as abalone has been nourishing human appetites, their mother-of-pearl-bearing shells have been used in ritual ceremonies to replenish our souls as well. Abalone it, are a type of mollusk, like clams and oysters, except inside their flat, one-sided, ear-shaped shells, abalone have tentacles and feet. These snails, sea snails cling to rocks near to shore, and are often consumed by other marine species. The shell of abalone is extremely durable. Microscopic calcium carbonate stack like bricks stuck together by a layer of protein. The protein absorbs blows to the shell while the brick formation of the calcium carbonate keeps the shells from shattering. Animals like otters have to get creative when harvesting abalone. Otters have learned to use rocks to pry the muscular mollusks from their tidal homes and scoop them out of their shells. Many native cultures have sustained themselves for centuries by consuming raw and cooked abalone. Tribal natives to the North American West Coast use abalone shells as currency. Today in South Africa, abalone is still highly sought after and their shells, which are known to have an especially colorful iridescence, are very valuable. While the North American West Coast and South Africa are the two main sources for abalone, they can also be found along the coasts of New Zealand, Australia, and Japan. The believed abalone healing properties of today are very similar to ancient beliefs of the shell. Abalone healing carries energies of protection and emotional balance. It brings with it a natural shielding that blesses the person holding it with tranquility. Abalone healing is especially helpful for those going through emotional turmoil or for those having a hard time dealing with a situation in a relationship. Through its soothing energy, it provides a layer of protection that perches the spirit up with a confidence necessary to view situations for a new, more understanding perspective. If you think of abalone as representative of water, like many cultures do, it is the water that will tame the flames of one's emotional strife. 
All right, moving on, we have from healthline.com our herb for the day, and it is hops. Hops are the female flowers from the hop plant. They're most commonly found in beer where they help produce its bitter flavor. Hops also have a long history of use in herbal medicine dating back to at least the 9th century in Europe. Today, they have or they have traditionally been used to treat a variety of ailments ranging from indigestion to leprosy. Once hops became a important ingredient for beer manufacturers, scientists began studying the efforts they can have on your body. Common areas of study include hops' potential usefulness for treating sleep, sleep disorders. While more research is needed, studies suggest that hops may help improve sleep quality. On top of their sedative properties, hops also have estrogen-like characteristics. Like soy and flaxseed, they contain phytoestrogens. These plant-derived substances share many of the properties of estrogen, as such, scientists are also exploring the potential use of hops to treat menopausal symptoms. For example, a study published in Planta Medica suggests that hops may relieve some symptoms of menopause, but the authors note that more research is needed on the efficacy and safety of hops-based treatments. Researchers in the British Journal of Nutrition suggest that hops may also help prevent obesity, and it has been studied in mice that were on a long-term high-fat diet. More, more research is needed in the use of, of hops for obesity in humans. Okay. In new book, book releases today, we have the Starseed Oracle deck, which was released this past January, and it is a breathtaking 53-card Oracle deck for starseeds, empaths, lightworkers, and seekers. Starseeds are souls that first incarnated somewhere beyond this planet, and many have a sort of knowing from a young age. Depicting energy portals, ancient sites, faraway planets, and star systems, the oracle is otherworldly, literally opening a path to things that cannot be seen with our eyes. For those star seeds roaming the earth with a pull towards the unknown within the stars, this deck will help them to 1. Identify as a star seed and understand what that means. 2. Feel less alone in the universe and understand their longing for home. 3. Activate imprinted memories of their soul history through beautiful cosmic images. And 4. Understand their mission on Earth and empower them to be a source of positive energy. And from the website spiritanimal.info, we have our daily spirit animal, and that is the owl. It is emblematic of a deep connection with wisdom and intuitive knowledge. If you have the owl as totem or power animal, you're likely to have the ability to see what's usually hidden to most. When the spirit of this animal guides you, you can see the true reality beyond illusion and deceit. The owl also offers, for those who have it as a personal totem, the inspiration and guidance necessary to deeply explore the unknown and the magic of life. Its symbolism meanings are intuition, 
and it announces change. It is a capacity to see beyond de deceit and masks, wisdom, and the traditional meaning of the owl spirit animal is the announcer of death, most likely symbolic of a life transition or change. Okay, from tarotgoddess.com, we have our reading for the day, and it is from the goddess deck. And the card that was drawn is the Six of Staves, meaning victory, enjoying success after much hard work and struggle, acknowledgement and honor from those around you, and the fruits of courage and integrity. And from thewhitegoddess.co.uk, today's color is lilac, and the incense is rosemary. Okay, on February 2nd, it was Imolk by calendar, but astrologically, this holiday or Sabbath takes place on February 7th. And also from thewhitegoddess.co.uk, we have this bit of information on that season. It can also be known as Candlemas, and this holiday is also known as Bridges Day. One of the four Celtic fire festivals, it commemorates the changing of the goddess from the crone to the maiden. And from circlesanctuary.org, we have a description of some of the other information about Imolk. Its multicultural parallels include Groundhog's Day in the United States, Aztec New Year, Chinese New Year, Roman Lupercalia, Valentine's Day, Armenian Candlemas, and some of the customs include removing Yuletide greens from home and burning them, cleaning up fields and home, many Merry Purification Festival in the Christian and Western Church, burning old Brigitte's wheels and making new ones, placing Brigitte's wheel above or on a door to bless the home, blessing rushes, straw, and making Brigitte's wheels, putting out food and drink for Brigitte on her eve, such as buttered bread, milk, grains, or seeds, and a chair by the hearth decorated by women where the young woman carries in first flowers and greens and a candle. It can also be celebrated by opening the door and welcoming her into the home, saying, Breed, come in, they, thy bed is made, preserve this house for the triple goddess. A Scottish Gaelic invocation says, May Bridget give blessing to the house that is here, Bridget the fair and tender, her hue like the cotton grass, rich tressed maiden of ringlets of gold. And some people celebrate by making a Bridget's bed, putting a grain effigy and phallic wand in a basket next to the hearth and with candles at night and chanting three times, Bridget is come, Bridget is welcome. All right. And the spiritual awakening or the spirit within this holiday is initiations like self or group initiations and dedication like shrines, temples, or a self-blessing and spiritual dedication, 
inner journey for divine inspiration, or affirming the artist innovator within, energizing creative work. And don't forget, please email any comments, questions, or tips that we might have missed to from ashes we rise to.com. I'm, I'm sorry, from ashes we rise to at gmail.com to enter our giveaway. And you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on now and send us an email stating that you left that review and we'll also enter you in the drawing. And this week's drawing is for three ounces of herbal tea that is organic, non-GMO, and custom blended from, from asheswerise2.com. So thank you for listening. Have a very blessed day. Namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes We Rise To.com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted, custom blended, organic, non GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.